Sabah al-Khair, Sabah al-Yasmin from Bethlehem. This is Shafedi Qattan. In today's episode, we're going to cook together. We're back in my kitchen at home. And today we're going to cook kumsakhan. In, in yesterday's episode, we interviewed Chef uh, Sofia Halabi, who's a Palestinian from Chile. And we talked about how certain recipes traveled with the Palestinian diaspora and disappeared from Palestine, and how others did not travel, and the diaspora today is connecting with them um, since they've started coming more often to Palestine. So one of them was Msakhan. The Palestinian Chileans did not do Msakhan, and Msakhan for us in Palestine feels like it's one of the most emblematic, symbolic national dishes. It's a very easy dish to do. It doesn't require much, but it requires very, very good quality produce. It, it feels symbolic to us because it combines three ingredients that are really Palestinian in, in our identity. Um, now, Palestinian cuisine represents the variety of Palestine, and therefore we have dishes that are from the coast, dishes that are from the Mediterranean landscape, and dishes that are from the desert, to make it easy. Msakhan um, is really the dish of the olive groves. It combines sumac, <coughs> that beautiful red bay that is then ground into a spice, taboon bread, and olive oil. Taboon bread is a mix of whole wheat and, and, and uh, white flour that are mixed together and cooked in stones, preferably in a wood oven, but they can be cooked in a gas oven or a, an electric oven. And olive oil. Olive oil is, is a long story, and, and we'll do a couple of episodes on olive oil. But f- for today, just to make it simple, in Palestine, there's a war between each village, each land on who has the better olive oil. I come from the Bethlehem area, so I have to say that the olives and the olive oil from the Bethlehem area, and specifically from Bejala, is the best in the world. Uh, people from the Ramallah and Taiba area will say it's either Birzeit or Taiba. People up north will say it's Sebastia or Hawara. So what you need for your msakhan recipe for four people is a whole chicken that's cut into four pieces, six cardamom pots, two bay leaves, 10 onions, 400 mils of olive oil, a good 100, 150 grams of cement, two spoons of salt. And, and for salt, I use raw salt from the Dead Sea that's provided to us by the Hala family. They're a Palestinian family that managed to keep their concession on the Dead Sea. And their raw salt is just the best salt I've ever, ever worked with. Then a teaspoon of cumin, half a teaspoon of black pepper, half a teaspoon of allspice, 100 grams of pine nuts, and four taboon breads. What you do first is you poach the chicken. So you you fill a a pot with water, you put the spices 
in the water. So the cardamom, the bay leaves, the black pepper and the allspice. You don't put the cumin in the sumac and you put half an onion in that water. And you poach the chicken, you let it cook. Depends on the size of your chicken. It'll take anything from 20 to 25, 30 minutes. In the meantime, what you do is you chop the onions. So what we're looking for are thin, half-moon um, slivers of onion. You, you need a lot of onion for, for this dish because it, it'll be the, the garnish, the main garnish of your, of your tabun bread. So you, you chop the onions and then in a, in a pan, in a, I prefer a slightly deep pan, you, you put the olive oil, half of the olive oil, and you start cooking the onions. You need to stir them well. So you put a bit of the olive oil at the bottom of the pan make sure you've covered all of the pan with olive oil and then you, once it's hot slightly warm you put the onions and you start stirring we sprinkle the sumac on the onions and the cumin and you keep stirring we want them to cook until they're soft and they've absorbed quite a bit of the olive oil and sumac you take a ladle of the chicken broth you pour it on top of the onions so they'll cook through at low heat. In that same time, you remove the cooked chicken from the broth and you rub the chicken with sumac, olive oil and a pinch of salt. And in a roasting pan, you put the chicken and a bit of broth so that you can roast the chicken to give it a nice coloring. You need to roast the chicken for five to six minutes. The broth that's left is still on the gas. It's still simmering. It will reduce, so it becomes a bit thicker. Once your onions are done, your chicken is roasting, you will need to toast the pine nuts and almond slivers or pine nuts alone or almonds alone, the choice is yours, in a bit of olive oil. You just give them a nice coloring, a nice light gold brown color. And now you're ready to set up your msakham. So you, you will take the tabun bread and you soak the tabun bread in the broth that's simmering away. You put it in a tray that's going to go in the oven, in a roasting tray. You cover it with the onion sumac, the cooked onion sumac mix. You place a piece of the chicken on top. And then you put the whole thing into the oven for approximately 10 minutes. You need it now to be crispy and warm. And once it's ready, take it out, serve it on a plate and sprinkle the pine nuts and almonds on top and your sachem's ready. It's easy, it looks fabulous and it's one of Palestine's signature dishes. I, I love msachem and I, I can eat msachem as long as it's a good msachem, I can eat msachem very often. But the msachem I prefer comes from a village called Sebastia. Sebastia is a small town near Nablus in the north of the West Bank. 
Sebastia is one of the oldest towns of Palestine. It goes back to the Bronze Age. The village itself is charming. There's a place that I, I really like in Sebastia because I think it's, it's very powerfully symbolic is the old Crusader church where it is said that St. John the Baptist is buried and the church itself uh, during an earthquake lost its roof so the outside walls are still there. When the Muslims arrived they built the mosque but they built the mosque not in lieu of the church but at the end of that place that used to be the church. And, and today this, the, the symbol is, is fantastic because you, you, have, you have a site where two of the monotheistic religions share the same history, St. John the Baptist being St. John the Baptist for the Christians and uh, Sayyidna Yahya for, for the Muslims. That site is, is a very strong site in terms of, of the image of cohabitation that, that is typical to Palestine. And the sheikh of the village, Sheikh Midhat, is a, is a fantastic guy who will happily take you around, take you to visit the, the site um, and tell you the story. You walk up towards the Roman site and that's where you meet Abu Muhammad. Abu Muhammad runs a restaurant in Sebastia that does, among others, the best msakhan I've ever had in my life. His msakhan is not one layer of taboon like we do in the south of the West Bank is like they do in the north of Palestine. So it's layers of taboon with the onions and the chicken. And whenever I, I get to go to Sebastia, I call up Abu Muhammad and try and convince him, just do sakhan. I mean, Abu Muhammad doesn't listen and he still does a million other things, including makluba and a roasted lamb. But everybody who's been to Abu Muhammad al-Han Sakhan, agrees, whether they're Palestinians or they're foreigners, uh, agrees that the best Sakhan they've ever, ever had was done there. And that's because of the three components again. The quality of the sumah, the quality of the olive oil, and the quality of the tabun bread. It's an easy dish. It's, it doesn't require a long time. We're, we're talking about 45 minutes to, to do the dish and it looks beautiful on your dinner table. So I hope all of you tomorrow are going to start cooking msakhan. But please buy quality sumah. Sumah colors brown, it doesn't color red. If your sumah colors red, it's sumah that has had a food tincture act added to it. And if you're lucky to be from parts of the world where you can get sumah bays, like we're lucky here in Palestine. I get my sumat from the Hebron area. Um, we get whole pods of the dried sumat, and then we grind them as needed um, so the sumat stays fresh. Sumat has a very particular flavor and a great lemony, acidic kick to it. If your sumat is fresh, I think you're using the, the best spice. If I could choose one spice that's my favorite, it is sumah. I hope you enjoy your musakhans and join us tomorrow. We have a special guest with us. Abdullah will be joining us from, from Kuwait. He's an extremely talented young Kuwaiti chef. 
And I'm excited to be talking to him tomorrow. Stay safe, stay home, and enjoy your cooking. <laughs>